There are endless creative ways to treat your guests to a unique food and drink experience at your wedding. In today's bonus workshop, we're going to explore exactly how to conceptualize and research what to serve, some critical money-saving tips, and yes, I even have some do-it-yourself options if you're looking to get really hands-on. That's all coming up next on The Wedding Planning Podcast. Welcome to the Wedding Planning Podcast, where you're about to join thousands of joyful and intentional engaged couples who know that the wedding celebration of their dreams is possible, even if right now things feel a little stressful and overwhelming. If you're newly engaged and wondering where to even begin with your wedding plans, check out our totally free engagement starter kit, where we unlock exactly how to design the wedding that you want, minus the crushing stress, decision fatigue, and overwhelm felt by so many engaged couples. For instant access to this fun and totally free audio bonus series, simply visit allnew.wedding. Enter your first name and email address and check your inbox. Episode one of the Engagement Starter Kit is on the way. That website again is allnew.wedding. That's A-L-L-N-E-W dot wedding. Enjoy the show. And with that, let's dive into our conversation on wedding day food and drinks. What your guests will eat and drink at your wedding is a great place to get really creative and showcase your personalities. There are endless options for unique, interactive, and beautiful food, and the same goes for your desserts and the drinks. Let's review three key points to cover before deciding on a menu and or a caterer. So catering tactical tip number one, you must have your wedding venue, date, and time set in stone before choosing a caterer. This means you have paid a deposit and you know without a doubt when and where your wedding is taking place. Catering tip number two, and this is getting started, once you have your venue, your date and time set in stone, then it's time to start brainstorming some reception styles with your fiance and decide together what is going to be best for you. And I have to say, you cannot skip this part without doing step one, which is getting your venue set in stone. The danger in that would be you're dreaming of a food truck wedding and a DIY ice cream sundae dessert bar when your venue has nowhere for a food truck to park and you have no access to freezers. So these two things go hand in hand, very important to consider both of them. So as you start brainstorming, here's a list of some popular catering options that you can consider and no need to write these down. You'll find them all listed within the written portion of this meeting. So first of all, we have the traditional seated meal. This is where your guests are all gonna be seated at their tables and then they will be served a pre-made plate by waitstaff. This is also, generally speaking, going to be the most expensive form of catering. The next option would be buffet style. We've all seen this, where your guests walk the line and make their plates themselves from a variety of options that you have pre-selected. 
and of course buffet style is going to be more affordable than the seated plated meal so that's an opportunity to cut some cost if that's something that is important to you another option are food stations so food stations are very similar to buffet style but this is kind of an updated spin and it includes various stations throughout the venue each one serving a different style of cuisine. So for example, you could have a risotto bar with a bunch of different toppings, you could have a seafood station, and you could have a gourmet slider bar with mini burgers and french fries and milkshakes. This style of catering gets major points with me because I think there's a lot of opportunity here for creativity and also for lots of guest interaction. So as guests are getting up and kind of grazing at these various stations, it just opens up a lot of opportunity for connection and conversation and makes for a really fun meal style. And the brainstorming doesn't stop there. The meal timing itself, you have a ton of options there as well. So depending on your wedding day format and the setup, you do not need to serve dinner. You can consider hosting a wedding day brunch, a midday luncheon, early evening cocktail and hors d'oeuvres. You could simply serve coffee and donuts if that's your deal. So whatever is important to you, whatever fits your budget, whatever your priorities are, just make sure you're always considering those and honoring those things. And I have a list of lots more creative options. Again, if you refer to that written portion of this meeting, I'm not going to rattle them all off, but they're there in great detail. And then moving on to wedding catering tip number three. Now that you've done your brainstorm, it's time to start searching your local area for catering options and start making some phone calls and gathering information. Availability and pricing will vary greatly based on your location, the time of year, the type of food, etc. It would be impossible for me to list any quotes for catering. It's just too much of a wide range. If you get stuck in this process, so for example, you are in love with a vision you have in your head of a really elaborate, really gourmet charcuterie option, but you cannot find a caterer who seems to do a large charcuterie appetizer setup, then my friend, it's time for us to get really creative. Ask if a caterer will work with you in letting you shop for unique gourmet ingredients that might not be on their standard list of menu offerings, especially with an appetizer spread or a dessert bar. Bookmark that, we're gonna come back to desserts. Think to yourself, could you set that up on your own? Shopping for and setting up a gorgeous appetizer spread is totally doable, not to mention much more affordable than what a caterer would charge you for a comparable spread. I have an entire episode dedicated to doing your own appetizer cocktail hour, and you can find that in the catering bonus section. It's one of my all-time favorite episodes that I have ever created. Projects like this, when you're doing your own appetizers or making your own dessert bar, this also creates a really meaningful way for you to connect with your loved ones in the coming months. As someone personally who did DIY catering for our wedding, and I'll go into more detail in just a minute, 
I will say that hands down some of the best wedding memories I have are of me, my mom, my now husband, my sister, and my aunt dreaming, scheming, planning, and ultimately executing a really unique show-stopping meal experience at our wedding. We spent countless hours together bonding and having fun over this really special shared experience. We all love to cook. And I wouldn't trade that time spent and those memories for any fancy caterer in a million years. With that said, I am obligated to mention that DIY catering is not for everyone. And I mean, it's really not for everyone. There are certain perfect storms where it can work out like a dream, and it's a wonderful opportunity to save a whole ton of money if you're on a really tight budget. But to even consider making the food on your own, you should be 100% willing to do a ton of extra research and a ton of extra work. Building a menu, pricing everything out, shopping, and detailed planning ahead are all going to be key to pulling this off. And you'll also 100% need to hire some kind of help on the actual wedding day in terms of servers, bartenders, wait staff, etc. You can find a complete episode on hiring helping hands in the vendors bonus section below with a lot more information on that topic. And again, I'm bringing all of this up because I am the crazy person who actually did DIY catering for a wedding and it worked. John and I together, countless hours of work and research. It was so fun. We set up an appetizer spread, a sit down fondue dinner, and a top shelf bar for 75 people for less than $2,000, which is pretty amazing. And yes, $2,000 included the beer, the wine, the liquor, the ice, everything. Was it easy? No. Was it a totally unique experience, completely unforgettable, showcased our values, and was so much fun? Definitely. I'll reiterate that one more time. It was not easy. There was a ton of research, time, work, prep, setup, all the things needed to be coordinated. And not to mention, we had a lot of help from family and friends in the couple of days before our wedding in order to pull this off. And we also had a full staff of servers and bartenders and a separate person who was designated to orchestrate everything. So all that to say, it's possible, it's an option, and I wanted to mention it for those of you out there who are game for a challenge. This holiday season, Susan's Travel Services is excited to partner with you to plan your honeymoon, destination wedding, or maybe even your bachelor or bachelorette party. Susan and her team have been planning dream vacations for over 27 years, and they are truly the best in the business for start-to-finish planning services. Travel and new experiences with the people I love are incredibly special to me, and this year for Christmas, Susan helped me with the details of an unforgettable week-long vacation to celebrate my parents' 50th wedding anniversary with all of our closest family. Susan and her team meticulously researched the best all-inclusive resort options for us based on some very specific priorities, and we're headed down to beautiful Cancun in just a couple of weeks. 
and yes, we're all packing mini Christmas trees for our rooms. Best of all, Susan has been in the business for 27 years and she knows her stuff. Susan personally travels to all of her recommended destinations all the time so that she has firsthand on the ground experience with the amazing resorts, excursions, and services that she recommends. Save yourself hours of research and guesswork and let Susan and her team find you the best deals on your once-in-a-lifetime vacation. You can reach out to Susan and her team today by emailing info at susanstravelservices.com and be sure to let her know that I sent you for $50 off your final booking or $100 off your destination wedding. Her email again is info at susanstravelservices.com. I'm all about helping you make your wedding celebration as personalized and unique as possible, and I can't think of a better place to shop for all those beautiful little details than Etsy. Whether you're looking for colorful wine bottle stopper favors for your bridal shower or a custom suit for your dog to wear down the aisle, Etsy is the perfect one-stop shopping experience. I shopped Etsy for my bridesmaids gifts and wedding accessories, and to this day, it's still the first place I go for one-of-a-kind custom gifts. Make your wedding celebration as personalized and unique as you with custom signs, invitations, favors, and more. Filter endless beautiful options by price point, color, free shipping, and style when you visit weddingplanningpodcast.co slash Etsy. That website again is weddingplanningpodcast.co slash E-T-S-Y. Minted Weddings offers you incredible prices on freshly sourced stationary designs from independent artists for everything from your save-the-date announcements to invitations, matching wedding websites, programs, seating charts, and beyond. Enjoy a complimentary 30-minute stationary design consultation to help you find the perfect style for your unique wedding celebration. You can also try out their free monogram maker, which is so fun and so easy. You simply plug in your first names, your wedding date, and choose from dozens of fun designs and custom colors. I recommend Minted to all of my friends and family because not only are their gorgeous designs incredibly affordable, most importantly, they offer a flawless and luxurious end product. I use Minted every year for our family's holiday cards, and I also love their wide selection of unique stationery and personalized gifts. Wedding Planning Podcast listeners can view current promotions and special offers by visiting weddingplanningpodcast.co slash minted. That website one more time is weddingplanningpodcast.co slash minted. And how could we have a conversation about food without talking about desserts? Desserts are another wonderful opportunity for you to get creative and really showcase your personal favorites. And 
I'll say desserts definitely fall into the easy DIY category along with appetizers. So enlist the help of your family and friends and a beautiful dessert bar is really easy to set up on your own. It's also a great opportunity to showcase family recipes and personal favorites. And this is a really easy way to add an incredibly sweet touch to your reception and to your guest experience. And moving on through our conversation on catering, let's talk about some miscellaneous variables that you'll need to consider. The first thing here, I'll say your catering vision simply must be compatible with your venue. Back to our earlier example that I gave at the very beginning of this meeting, you can't have food trucks if your venue is located smack in the middle of downtown and has zero parking. You cannot have a DIY ice cream sundae bar if you have no access to freezers. And you can't DIY a fondue meat dinner without access to a refrigerator and ample space to prep and store the food. It all makes perfect sense, right? But sometimes in our imagination and in our vision, we get so excited about things that we tend to overlook the very obvious logistics. So just always be sure that you're considering your venue and considering the overall capabilities and the overall resources that you have on hand. In my DIY fondue example that I gave just a minute ago, we had full access to a gourmet kitchen, which included two full-size refrigerators and plenty of prep space. And we had access to that for two whole days in advance of the wedding. We never could have pulled that off without that space and without those resources. So don't bite off more than you can chew in terms of what types of catering setup your venue is going to be compatible with. You could wind up stuck with a ton of wasted time and money, not to mention a complete surprise disaster on your wedding day. And then to wrap up our conversation, we have two more sections here. Money saving tips is first, my number one tip for controlling your catering budget is to limit the number of guests you invite to your wedding. Again, very simple concept. And we discussed this in great detail when we reviewed budgeting and building your guest list. And catering is one of the biggest reasons why. So be forever cognizant of the expenses. And the second tip here is to swap and save. So pay attention and be alert to where you can make some really easy swaps to save money. If you're not satisfied with the initial quote you get from a caterer, then ask them, what can we do to save $1,000 or $2,000 or whatever your target number is? The caterer should be able to suggest some alternative food items and or service styles to get you closer to your targeted budget. And last point here in money saving tips, be creative. I'm going to run you through a quick exercise in 30 seconds. We're going to rack up $1,000 in savings. Okay, ready? First one, your guests will not know the difference if you don't host a midnight snack from a fast food restaurant in addition to the main meal. So skip it. If your caterer is charging $6 per person for cheese and crackers, do your own appetizer spread like we outlined above. 
and if you can't find a reasonably priced wedding cake, enlist the help of your friends and family and everyone make a couple dozen of their favorite desserts to arrange on a really meaningful and beautiful dessert bar. Just like that, $1,000 back in your pocket, I could go on and on, and you'll find more savings tips like that scattered throughout the catering bonus section below. And don't you worry, I would never wrap this conversation up without talking about the cocktails. So let's talk drinks, non-alcoholic, beer, wine, and liquor. I'll start with the completely obvious, which is for maximum savings, limit your wedding day beverages to water, tea, lemonade, sodas, coffee, non-alcohol. There's an entire episode in the catering bonus section where I outline some really tactical ways that you can pull off hosting a dry wedding. That is certainly not for everyone, but for many families and friend groups where alcohol is an issue for some, couples find it less stressful, not to mention much less expensive, to skip the beer, the wine, and the cocktails altogether and host a dry event. This means less drama, less cost, and less headaches, literally, for everyone. When I talk to couples about the possibility of hosting without alcohol, inevitably I have people ask, but what will people do? What will people think? What if people sneak in booze? What if people pregame in the parking lot and come in drunk? My response is, well, my first response is that affirmation that we've heard many times before, you cannot control the actions or the inactions of others. My other response is people will get over it if they can't have a beer at your wedding. What people think makes no difference if this is truly what you want. Yes, people might sneak in little tasty shooters in their pocket and drink at your wedding. And if you're that worried about people sneaking in tasty shooters or pre-gaming and getting wasted in a parking lot to the point of stumbling into your reception completely drunk and making a scene, then those people probably should not be invited. That's some tough love I know, and this is a very challenging topic for some, but try to stay true to what you know in your heart is going to be best for you given your specific relationships and your specific situation. Now, if you will be serving alcohol, here are some money-saving tips that you can take to the bar. I probably don't need to tell you that alcohol is expensive, especially when it's being provided by a traditional venue bar. If you will be serving beer, wine, and or cocktails, ask your venue and ask your caterer early on in the process, maybe even before you've signed a contract, ask if you're allowed to supply the alcohol on your own. And that applies to non-alcohol as well. Shopping for beer, wine, and liquor at a wholesale store can be really affordable, and it's a great option for huge savings. I'm talking thousands of dollars. It also allows you to customize your bar with your personal favorites. So whether that's wine from a local winery or beer from your favorite microbrew in town, whatever you love, you get to go out and source that and shop for the best pricing. And it's going to save you a ton and it's going to make for a really meaningful touch. 
I have a secret. There's an all new way to plan your wedding, a more personalized approach that puts you, your values, and your priorities in the center of the planning process and gives you the confidence to make decisions based on what you truly want versus what that free wedding checklist is telling you you should do. To learn more about my revolutionary digital wedding planning package and sign up for a free three-day trial, visit wedpodcast.com. Together, we're going to experience a magical process of tapping into your intuition combined with smart, down-to-earth strategy, and we're going to create an unforgettable wedding celebration that's a perfect reflection of you. Become a member today when you visit wedpodcast.com. I can't wait to see you there.